Welcome to For Something Greater. I am Dominic Hawley, your host, and I am so happy you are here today. This is a podcast where we dig deep into what it takes to pursue your dreams, create an impact, and be a world changer. We get real, honest, and vulnerable. We dig into the challenges, the roller coasters, the triumphs, and everything in between. So grab your coffee or your green drink, and let's dig into today's episode. Welcome to this podcast episode. 2020 is right around the corner. If you're listening to this, when I put it out, if not, it has come, it is gone, and I am set for this episode. And I'm so excited to be able to share with with you. We are going to talk about how to create your 2020 from a place of being versus doing. This is a concept that I really um, became familiar with earlier this year and it changed so much of how I viewed my life and how I went after things and gave me a certain sense of peace. And I couldn't think of a better person to talk about this with than a coach of mine. Um, She's a phenomenal human being, an amazing coach. And she coached me at the beginning of this year. I was in a leadership program. The leadership program was very, um, I don't know what the word would be for it, but it, um, it was really digging up a lot of things for me. And so she coached me for the last six weeks of that program and I essentially cried every time I had a call with her. So it was interesting doing this podcast episode in person with her. And yes, I did end up crying closer to the end of the podcast. And um, I just could not think of a better person to talk about this concept with. She was the one who initially introduced it to me. She would consistently say, Dominique, We're not going to talk about what you're doing. We're going to talk about who you're being. Who are you being? What do you want to be? How are you going to create your beingness? And sometimes when you hear this, it can be a little philosophical, but I promise you, if you stay with us for the podcast, we have phenomenal three steps at the end of how to actually implement this into your life. And let me tell you, this is something that's probably made the biggest difference for me this year. And that was who am I being? And so for 2020, I've created, I'm going to be, I'm going to have the beingness of ease and freedom. If I was being at ease and at free, at free, if that's even a thing, what would I be doing? And there was a lot of freedom that came with this. Um, 2019 was a very heavy year for me. I went through a lot of things. And so this concept really shifted um, that, really shifted a lot of the heaviness I had around things. And this is an incredible, incredible thing to implement into your life. In 2020, what, who do you want to be? What beingness do you want to embody? What do you want to have in your life? And so this episode is dope. It's super lit. I can't believe I used those two words together. Um, and I am so excited to be able to share, with, share it with you. So let's dig in. Okay. I'm so excited. Thank you for um, coming on the podcast. Yeah. So why don't we start with, why don't you tell us who you are, what you do. Yeah. And we'll go from there. Yeah, for sure. So, well, my name is Cindy Yoyes. I think you know that. Um, So what I do is, have you ever gone through 
a breakup where you live with a person and like everything in your home reminds you of that person? I haven't, but I, I think, but <laughs> okay. And you can imagine, right? Yeah. So what I do is I work with people that are in like some kind of a life transition, whether it's going through like a divorce or a loss of a spouse, change of career, like either going through like a breakup or ready for a shakeup. Really? Oh, okay. Yeah. I actually didn't know yeah. that. Yeah. 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 Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, go ahead. I do. And so I do a combination of, so I redesign their, like their homes their wardrobes and their office spaces. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Yeah. And what I like what I really care about or what actually like really matters to me is being there for people when it counts. Mm. Yeah. Like, and how long have you been doing that for? Other than my whole life, which <laughs> which like truly I I do feel so lucky because it's like I know I'm doing what I was born to do. And I, I actually mean it when I say I've been doing this my whole life, but I mean Probably, if you ask along the way, I'm sure all my boyfriends growing up were not interested in my helpful suggestions. <laughs> um, but I, I like took that up. That's that actually is who I am. But I formalized it about seven and a half years ago. I was really? Yeah, I was originally in finance. I worked in that. That was my, my degree was in business with a concentration in finance. Did that and then started this like seven and a half years ago. I didn't even. I wow. See, I didn't even know. I that. know. <laughs> Full of good secrets. So many secrets. <laughs> yeah. So we met when I was participating in the coaching program. Yep. And you were one of my numerous coaches. Yes, yes. Because you were so easy. <laughs> Such an easy participant. Easy breezy. Um, and, uh, and it was interesting because you were one of the few coaches yeah. that specifically focused on being versus doing. Yeah. And it took me a while to wrap my mind around. Yes. Around it as our numerous coaching calls. Yeah. <laughs> too. Yes. Um, and so what I really want to talk about in this podcast is, um, the difference between being versus doing and the impact that has on your life. Yes. Um, because you brought it up probably for me in like March and April. And since then it's really started slowly shifting essentially everything in my life. Really? Yeah. 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 Yeah, We'll have to talk about it. Yes. Um, And I used to be very, like, task-focused. Yes. I guess if you talk to my roommates, still am. Yeah. Um, But uh, there's a certain amount of freedom that comes with focusing on who you're being and what you're creating. Yeah. As opposed to just that that checklist. Yes. So um, if you were to briefly summarize the difference between being versus doing in somebody's life or your life, like, how would you talk about it? Um... Well, first of all, it's not something I don't, I think I ever really consciously thought of until the last few years. I think inherently I probably understood some of it, but similar to yourself, I would say I spent most of my life in like go, 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 you know, mode, like playing competitive, like many competitive sports, usually at once school, you know, when I was old enough to work or babysit or paper route or like whatever, all that kind of stuff. It's like, I was always like on the go and, and how I would describe it. And I think this might be something you can relate to is I would really like power through everything. Mm, Do you know what I mean? And by power through, I mean like bulldoze anything that was in my way or anyone that was in my way and not care about the debris that it left behind me. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And so it was very like, go, go, go. And I, I don't necessarily know that the pace of my life has changed that much, but when you look at doing versus being, it's like, being is really like while you're taking on all of these things in your life and all of us are you know it, there's a lot of things that we're interested in but it's like while you're doing that 
Like, how do you show up? How do you experience yourself? How do other people experience you in the process? So if you're, you've got like a big goal in your business and you're like, you know, hell bent on this happening, yeah. like, th- like this is happening. Awesome. You know, being ambitious and driven is there's nothing wrong with that. And when it looks like clotheslining every person that you pass, you know what I mean? And wiping them out along the way. I think the biggest part of that is like dealing with for what I dealt with was like, or do deal with still now. It's not like it's anything's handled is how do I leave people after and where does that leave me with myself? Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Because I would say my experience of shifting from doing versus being yeah. was far more how I related to myself. Yeah. So yeah. I, uh, it was interesting because I had a lot more space and grace for other people. Yes. Totally. Um, I remember. Right? Yeah, definitely. Um, but with myself, it was like, why aren't you doing this? And why aren't you doing this? Yeah. And why aren't you doing this? And still, like, I'll finish a day and it could have been great. And I'll still be like... And all the things, yeah, yeah. things are not complete. Yeah. Um, but when I started focusing on my attitude and how I was feeling and who I was being in yeah. that day, yeah, I remember one day I just woke up. I don't know if it was after a coaching call with you. I was like, I have no joy in my life. I actually remember that as well. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Like no joy. Yeah. And I was like, it's because I'm consistently um, looking at the list of everything that I feel like I'm not hitting. Yes. And then I'll consistently continue to achieve. Yes. Because achievement was never a problem. An issue. Yeah. yeah. But it would just suck all the joy yeah. out of my life. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, it like robs you of the, the love, I think. Like when I think of all the ways in which I like bulldozed, and there are a variety of ways, I think the one that like hits the hardest is because I certainly did it, like, career-wise and in school. I mean, like, in school, for example, I, like, I hated group work. I was always like, uh, no, or fine, you can be in my group. But, like, you're not doing anything. I'm going to do it all. I don't care if you put your name on it. But, like, no to all your ideas. <laughs> I've had so right? many of those. Oh, my God. And it's like, but but the one that really, and, like, work-wise, it, it worked in a lot of ways, you know, to be, like, a high achiever and stuff like that. But when I think of being in relationships, you know, and, and specifically like intimate relationships. And I think of like, you know, somebody that I dated for quite like several years, the thing that stuck with me the most after that took me literally three years to finally kind of complete was it wasn't like nothing that happened in the relationship. He treated me like gold, you know, it wasn't that, but it was totally the way that I was with him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It was like of all the things that didn't work for me in that relationship, and you're allowed to have things that don't work. That's yeah. normal. But he really showed me unconditional love in a way that I had never loved before, ever. You know? And the way I treated him was just being like constantly annoyed. Mm-hmm. Like I remember the first week that I moved to Toronto, which has been almost 10 years from Vancouver. I knew him before that and he was coming to pick me up and we're gonna like check out my new place and stuff like that. I could hear him chewing gum down the hallway before he even got to my door. Okay, I got annoyed. And I never got unannoyed in the five and a half years that we were together. I like never got unannoyed. And I'm like laughing about it right now, but honestly, that is it was treating 
him like that and just being constantly like irritated and frustrated and annoyed and then leaving at the after that relationship was over it was like what stuck with me the most was guilt mm-hmm. you know and it was like I was a jerk to him like the whole time yeah I had moments of niceness and whatever mostly I was nice to everybody else mm. yeah and he would actually say that you know he was like I you know I love you for who you are I see how you are with everybody else and it's like the the beingness that was in that relationship it took a long time to work through that and like the guilt and everything came with it and when I was coaching you right in that time was it was that's actually the first time that I really got beingness really yeah by far I I will be eternally grateful specifically for that program right around when I was coaching you guys this makes me like emotional every time but it's it's true because it's like there was so much generosity in each of you all that I coached at that time and that was at a time that I was probably the most raw and vulnerable in my life Wow. I had just come through like the most confronting you know time of like coaching a like a previous program but it wasn't just that it was confronting all the things that weren't working over here with me not like something was wrong it just wasn't working so I was like raw Mm. And I really took on like being loving and trusting and I had no idea what that like looked like or how to do it. I remember when I, the night when I said I was going to take it on, I was like, if I was being loving and I didn't feel like it at all, by the way, Mm. I was on my own coaching call. I was like, if I was being loving right now, like what would I do? And I was literally, I was outside of St. Lawrence where I live in the distillery and St. Lawrence market is right down the street. I was outside St. Lawrence market. Leaning against the wall, one foot against the wall, my arms crossed, <laughs> looking around like this, and I was like, if I was being loving right now, like, what what would I do, or what would that look like? I was like, well, I guess I could smile. Mm. <laughs> so I literally started smiling at people, you know, and then went inside and, like, enjoyed time with the vendors and, like, complimented people, held open the door, like that, and it was like, I took it on in a way that I hadn't, as opposed to, like, doing a bunch of tasks... I was like, if I were being loving and trusting right now, like, what would that look like? And so by the time you guys came into the picture, that was the first time in my life where I consistently stood in being loving and trusting. And that's where I caused like results in my life from, as mm. opposed to being driven and all the other things. I'm not saying that they weren't they're always that will always be a part of me yeah. you know what I mean yeah a big part of me yeah. in a lot of ways <laughs> yeah. it really it like it will and I'm and I'm clear about that you know yeah. and I got access to not just moments of having that connection with people and with myself you know but like consistently being in that space and it takes something to generate that it, it's come and gone since <laughs> you know what I mean where I've got to like actually be really like practicing it but yeah. It, like you said, it's like the interaction or the, the experience you have of yourself shifts yeah. dramatically. Yeah, it really does. And it was interesting because um, before you started coaching me, I was like, oh my goodness, Cindy's just going to like <laughs> crack the whip. Whip me yeah. into shape. <laughs> I was like, what have I gotten myself into? And and it was interesting because in our coaching, there is, there is nothing forced. It was like, yeah. well, if you want to... You know, or don't want to, and there is a very distinct beingness of I'm I'm gonna be with you here in this moment, 
and I'm not, I have no agenda. There's nothing I'm forcing. Yeah. And so that was very interesting. Yeah. Um, and I think when you, I love how you, um, you talk about that experience at the St. Lawrence market. Yeah. Because I think being versus doing can be very hypothetical for people. Yes. Right? Totally. And it's like, well, how do I even start thinking about yeah. being? Yeah. And it's like, well, who do you want to be? Yeah. Right? For you, it was loving and what was the second trusting. one? Trusting. It was loving and trusting. Yeah. And if I was loving and trusting, yeah. what's the first action I would take? Exactly. It's And it's so good when you distinguish it like that because otherwise it really is just a concept. Yeah. You know, and it's like, okay, well, that sounds good and I don't get it. How do I apply that in my life? Yeah. Yeah. I literally, okay, so I've been, you know, coached for a long, like several years now. I've also been coaching for a long yeah. time. It's not like I had anything figured out either. In that conversation that I was having that day, it was like, I remember my coach saying, she was like, well, she's like, you want to be in a relationship, right? And I'm like, lady, I am so disconnected from people right now. A relationship and dudes feel about as close as like the Eiffel Tower right now, okay? So that ain't happening, you know what I mean? And and she's like, yeah. She's like, well, you're waiting for some result to show up for you to then, you know, be a particular way. Mm. She's like, no, you declare it. And then you take actions like aligned with that. And I was like, not really in the mood, but starting <laughs> to kind of listen, you know what I mean? It wasn't a scheduled call. And I was kind of like, it's Saturday morning. I don't want to be like, talking about this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but it was crazy that day. Like that was the day I, I, I actually will never forget that because when I took that on, and I mean it when I say I wasn't in the mood for the call. I didn't think, I was basically like, what's the point? Let me just get off the phone here. Like, you know what I mean? That's yeah. the space that I was in. And for people that are, you know, going through whatever they're going through, it's normal. To, it's not like it's obvious in the moment wh- how to show up or what there is to do or to act or to be or whatever. So I was like, okay, like, let me take on being loving and trusting. And it was, you know, it was crazy because it was a long weekend. So I was the co- the program that I was coaching, all the other coaches like disappeared. Okay? <laughs> and they like just like gone. I'm like looking, I'm like, where is everybody? And um, but we were still like moving some things in the program. So it was like and there was like a lot of things that had to happen. And you know when it's like if like you get tested where it's like if one thing like anything's yeah. gonna like everything's gonna go wrong. Wrong. <laughs> It was like one thing after another, after another. And I was like, there were so many times where I wanted to just like dig my claws in and be like, do it. You know, that, that's my, that's my go-to. Yeah. And, um, or high water. This is friggin' happening. Yeah. So either get on, like get on board or get (laughs) out of my way. Yeah. I can so see that. Yeah, there's many, many people that'll hear this and be like, oh, oh yes, I've been on the receiving end of that before, and it wasn't amazing. <laughs> um, but, you know, it was like there was all these things, like we were, somebody was going to be like leading like a presentation, and they have to get like their, everything they're going to say ready, other people are supposed to like look at it and work with them, the other people are gone, they don't show up, it was like the person that was hosting the presentation and had stuff going on with her family, so that night, I'm like, at, it's also during TIFF, you know, oh, it's like a, yeah. one of the busiest times here. So I'm going out with like 10 girlfriends at night and I'm like, oh, I'm, I'm going out tonight. You know, <laughs> like, this is happening. So 
I'm like, and I'm going to make this all like, you know, happen at once. And so when I'm trying to work with this person, with the presentation, she's taking forever, but I love her. So I'm like, she's mine to take care of. And I want to like punch her right now. You know what I mean? <laughs> so over and over and over again, I was like, loving and trusting, loving and trusting. You know what I mean? And in like, I, I actually remember standing right here and talking to a friend. I was like, let me just clear this with you right now. Fire being loving and trusting, you know, and I like talked it out. Yeah. Went out onto the balcony, got back on the phone and I did what I have to do. And then like that night, still went to the Ritz, met like Colin Farrell, <laughs> thought it was Jake Gyllenhaal, but whatever. <laughs> I'm not exactly on top of that. A whole bunch of other like people that were there rocked the night, rocked the presentation the next day. It was like so many things one after another happened. It was like in 24 hours when I was like miserable the morning before and I was like miserable to like, oh, oh there might be something to this being this thing. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I think for um, somebody, I think we're both uh, very high achievers yes. who tend, who could have a tendency to force things. Oh yes. It's almost yes. scary to let that go. Because it's like, well, if I'm not forcing it, then it's not going to happen. Yes. And I used to, it's, it's been interesting because in the last year, well, eight months or however long it's been, I really had to be like, life does not need to feel exhausting. And, uh, and that was one of the words you used all the time. Yeah. I was like, this is, yeah, Yeah, everything. Remember? It's exhausting. Yeah. Yeah. It's exhausting. Yeah. I was like, cause I think I got into a point where it's like, if I'm achieving and completing things in my life, it also feels this way. Yeah. And so it feels like I'm like consistently hitting a wall and it feels like this. So I had associated achievement with also the feelings of exhaustion and frustration yeah. and irritation. Right. Yeah. So it was interesting when I started being like, okay. And I don't know if it was during when you were coaching me. I think it was shortly after. Yes. I woke up one day and I, I was just miserable. Like I was like, real miserable and I was like okay (laughs) so um I have the choice in how I want to create my life yeah so what I'm gonna do is I'm just gonna accept my life for everything it is and so before I would like set the alarm clock to get up at six because that's when you know a person when you rolled yeah yeah yeah. it was like but I would never get up at six yeah I would get up at eight but it'd be two hours. Snooze consistent. the whole time? Yeah, yeah. Oh, God. So, but, but think about this. So, <laughs> so I never got up, but I would always set the alarm clock because it was like, tomorrow is another day for me to be the person who gets up at six. But then, <laughs> but then by the time I got up at eight o'clock, I had already started my day with two hours of being frustrated and irritated yes. with myself. Yeah. I'm beating myself up because yeah. I was like, well, if you really were X, Y, and Z, yeah. you would have gotten up at six. Yes. So I'm by the time I get out of bed, I'm you had already a full yeah, like, yeah. domestic yeah, with yeah. yourself exactly. in your head. Yeah. yeah, I'm already irritated and miserable with myself. Yeah, and it's like, well, see, there you go. I told you, like, and you know, about it. you can yeah. never like do what you want to do. So it was it was interesting. And then, as you can imagine, if you start the day that way, the rest of the day is just irritating. You're just like, I can imagine. <laughs> yes, yes, I can. <laughs> Because it was like, well, this didn't happen and this didn't happen. Yeah. And then by the time you go home, go to bed, it's like, that's crazy. So I remember one morning I woke up and I was like, I'm not going to set my alarm clock yep. until the actual last possible moment I know I need to get up. Mm. So that if I get up before 
it's a win. Yeah. And I'm not going to be upset with how my day goes. I'm not going to be upset with what I do or what I don't do. It's just going to be great. Yeah. And so it's interesting because I created the beingness of acceptance. And I remember thinking, but then I'm never going to achieve anything. So I'm just going to be like, what? Yeah, yeah. You know? <laughs> Little Miss Cinderella. Rainbows and unicorns. <laughs> I was like, I don't think this is going to work. Yeah. Um, but it was interesting. So I woke up the next morning. I woke up earlier than my alarm clock. And I was like, oh, I'm already winning. This Excuse is great. <laughs> this is great. And, uh, and then the day just flowed so much simpler. Mm-hmm. And because I was like, oh, this is great. I actually started accomplishing more things. Because yeah. I was no longer beating myself up. Around it takes a lot of time. It does. To mentally, like. Yeah. 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 It really does. Yourself. <laughs> yeah. And I've been so miserable. Get this. A week later, so I've been doing this for about a week. My roommate came up to me. He's like, "Don't make what have you been doing recently? You're actually happy." It was Paul Wilkins. He's like, oh, yeah. "You're actually happy." I was like, "I know. It's shocking. I don't know what's um, going on here." <laughs> um, and uh, and so I think for me for 2020 is uh, I think this past year was really embracing. That like I live with myself for 24 hours a day, yeah. and I'm like, you know, pretty generous and considerate of other people. Yeah. Yes. Um, for the for the vast majority of it. Uh huh. Um, <laughs> and so I never thought of you know, I never thought of how I related to myself. Mm-hmm. But like as someone who lives with myself. Yeah. Day. No matter where you go, right? you're always there. Yeah. <laughs> and I think when you're out to like accomplish something in the world and create an impact in the world, yeah. um, there's a certain weight that comes with it as well. Mm-hmm. You know, even doing the bike tour, people were like, oh my goodness, Dominique, how was it? Was it amazing? Da, 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 da. And it was. Um, but there's actually like an additional weight that's been like added. Yeah. Yeah. Like the responsibility of it, do you mean? Yeah, like, and then yeah. also there's, and then also knowing like, well, I accomplished this thing that I didn't think was possible. Yeah, and now that I've accomplished it, all these other things that I was like, I don't know, that's a pretty crazy idea. I know if I wanted to do them, I actually could do them. Yes. So it went from like this like airy fairy like oh someday I'll kind of right yeah. to being mm-hmm. like well n- I've now done this, which is like a new stake in the ground. Yeah. And so all these other things that if I wanted to do, I actually could do. And so it's been interesting because I've been feeling like pretty weighted about it. Because I was Mm -hmm. like, well, you said you were going to create a web series. Why aren't you creating like that web series? And before I'd be like, well, Dominic, that's a pretty crazy idea. Yeah. Now I'm like, but you could do it. Yeah. So it's like, why aren't you doing it? And so it's interesting. So my goal and what I'm creating for 2020 is the bigness of ease and freedom. Yeah, because it's like if I'm at ease. Yeah. So for somebody who's listening, who's like, this is still airy fairy. Yeah, yeah. Let's break it down into like three steps. Yep. So it's like if you're looking to create your 2020. Yep. What would be the three steps in creating it from a place of being versus doing and like consistently going? Yeah. Well, I think it would be like so. First of all, I love like the freedom and ease, I think. And when you just said um, that like the web series was almost, it was showing up as like like the weight of it, it, and I think part of what you've experienced is now that you've accomplished a certain level of something, 
it's all of a sudden like there's like a lot of things that are available and it's like okay now what am I get what am I giving my word to and it's yeah. like yeah the you already had an impact and you've had a taste of it at a bigger level and it's like and you know for you you are here like you're meant for something big you yeah are. you are I'm not that's not a question I'm actually <laughs> like saying that because you know that you are and so with that comes a responsibility that could appear as a weight or something else but when you talk when you just talked about the web series it almost reminded me of the 6 a.m. versus 8 o'clock, mm. it's almost like the same experience. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. How do you think, how does it sound when I say that to you? How, what do you hear in that? Um, yeah, because with the, like, I know what you're getting to, but I don't know how to communicate it. Well, it's almost like when when there was, like, this pressure, or it might have in your mind been, like, some for, for whatever reason, you had decided you need to set your alarm at six yeah. to feel like an achiever or yeah, to that's be what like, high achievers yeah, do. exactly. Have you read yeah. All the articles. Yeah, exactly. And then, and then not getting up till eight has you in this like disempowered state all day where you're like such a terrible person. Cause you got up at eight, you know, yeah. versus just the freedom of, I'm going to set my alarm for eight. And if I get up before, great. Yeah. It's like with the, the web series, whatever it's like, mm. you'll do it or you won't. It'll happen, you know, in 2020 or it won't. Yeah. And that's all up to you. And it's, whatever you decide to do is your choice. And it's like, I think the harder part for most people is everything that you're making it mean in your head. If yeah. you are or aren't doing something. Yeah. It's your web series. Yeah. Do it or don't. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like in, and anything else is like, it's kind of a waste of time and energy. It's true. It's easy to say that. Totally. It's so much easier to say to other people than take on yourself. <laughs> there also becomes an addiction yeah. to um, beating yourself up. Yeah. It's like, well, I didn't do this, and I didn't do this, and yeah. I didn't do this. Yeah. Um, but then when you actually decide, well, everything I'm doing is is great as is, yeah. then it's like, well, then what? Well, then what? Yeah, exactly. And it's like, because the only place that leaves you is either to take action and create something or no. Like, you can't actually beat yourself up about it. And so it's an interesting mm. when I actually took away the option to beat myself up about it. Yeah. Which I still do. So it's not like this. Yeah. Like it's a new muscle to build. Yeah. When I took away the option to beat myself up about it, I, um, I was like, I realized that beating myself up about it was another way of procrastinating. Mm. It was like, mm -hmm. well, I didn't do this and da 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 when I had no option to be like, you're an absolute idiot. Yeah. You're a disappointment. Yeah. Like, blah, 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 blah. Then I was like, well, what am I going to do now? Like, yeah. Well, that's how you let yourself off the hook from taking responsibility. It's like, if I, as long as I'm pointing the finger at myself, nobody else can, yeah. you know, and then I don't have to be responsible because I'm an idiot yeah. or whatever, whatever, whatever I'm the conversation is in you. your head. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, we covered that a while ago. Why are we still talking about this? You yeah. Know? But I think even with that, I think that ties like kind of right into the, the three steps for 2020. I literally think it's like declaring a beingness, whatever that is for you. And it, it's probably for a lot of people, you've never really thought of it that way before. Mm -hmm. So it sounds kind of weird, you know, but it's like, if you, just think about it. If you declare, like I said, being loving and being trusting, well, you can just, it gives you like a place to stand. Yeah. You know, it's like, so you can one, declare the beingness, two, take actions aligned with it, you know, with that being as, so if I was being loving right now, would I turn around and I don't know, 
give that person the finger? Probably not. Do they deserve it? Maybe, <laughs> you know, but is that actually going to be loving and trusting? I don't know. Or for me, like it would show up as like, as opposed to thinking I need to control every single thing. Mm. It's like, trust that this person is going to, you know, take care of this piece. Trust that this person has her best interest at heart. You know what I mean? Like that. It's like really like that. So it's like, and then the third part is just practicing. Yeah. So it's like declare the beingness, take actions aligned with it, and then practice. It's a new muscle that you're building. It doesn't, it, it, it literally is like, it doesn't happen overnight. You will slip many times, but once you start building that muscle, and I think that's part of what you've really experienced, you know, is your tolerance for yourself for not being inside of your word gets smaller and smaller. And so that those times where you'll either go into your head or whatever, they get slowly, they get further apart. It's not like you don't still deal with it. Yeah. You will. Yeah. But how much time are you going to engage in that versus your actual commitment? Oh yeah. You know? Yeah. Cause I think, uh, I, and I love those three steps because my way of avoiding Cause I was such a, I, I was so like, I was my own worst enemy and I was so cruel with myself. My way of avoiding anything I didn't think I was achieving mm -hmm. was mainly TV watching. So mm -hmm. I would watch copious amounts of TV, yeah. which then like would further me down the rabbit hole. Yeah. Cause it was like, you know, it was just like this self propelling yeah. like vortex. Yeah. And so it's been interesting since I've been being versus doing, I actually watch very little TV. Interesting. Yeah. Because yeah. TV yeah. was my way of like escaping. Escaping. Yep. Because it's like, well, I won't feel disappointment for like a 45 minute clip. Yeah. Yeah. Because right? you get to enjoy it or yeah. do like whatever. Yeah. yeah. And now totally. I'm like, well, yeah, I don't know. TV is not going to really make me feel X, Y, and Z. Yeah. So what's going to make me feel X, Y, and Z? Yeah. So that. So I love those three steps. And they're so simple. Yeah. And it's so simple. I think it's easy to overlook. It's almost like so obvious yeah. that you're just like, yeah. Yes. Yeah. yeah. It's so easy to overlook. But I really think when you take on just consistently, and it's like every day. It's like when you wake up every day, it's like, what would living, what would I be doing if I had ease and freedom? Yeah. And I think this question can also be propelled in like, if you want a serious relationship, what would I be doing if I had the relationship of my dreams. Yeah. Right? Because I think we often wait for that relationship, like you were talking about. The result to show up yeah. to then be it. It's like, no, who are you going to be yeah. to attract that relationship or that person or whatever or have that in your life? Yeah. Yeah. I, I definitely think so. And I agree with you when you said it sounds almost so simple that it like people would overlook it. And yet it's like, I think with anything, it's like we could sit here and first of all make it complicated, which wouldn't do anything. Yeah. But it's not even about taking 17 steps. It's actually, it's it's up to you, like you, like whoever it is that's that's listening or, or taking it on, to actually be responsible for for taking it on and practicing. That And it is that simple. You yeah. know what I mean? It's like, who cares? I could sit and talk at you all day about actions you could take, but no. Yeah. That's for you. You go be responsible for it. Yeah. It's your life. You're the one that says that you want all these things, so... Here it is. It's so true. <laughs> and like the last tip for me yeah. is, um, and because it's like, a, it really is an hourly, a moment by moment. Yeah. What was really beneficial for me was like, I put reminders in my phone. Oh, good. Yeah. So it's like, like little pop-ups. Yeah. So it's yeah. like five times a day or however often. Yeah. It's like, what would I be 
who would I be being in this yeah. moment? And it would pause, make me pause, yeah. and be like, well, if I had ease and freedom, I'd be doing yeah. this. So I would also recommend that to like create. I love it. Habit. I I think that's great. Yeah, and I I think part of what you like you'll do is you'll find little things for you that will work. And it's it's kind of like the compound effect, you know? Mm-hmm. It's a book by Darren Hardy, which I still haven't read, but me too. <laughs> I, I listen to a lot of his stuff, but it really is the act of doing like just one small thing each day. And then over time, you know, at first it just seems like a very like small win. Yeah. And then over time it's bigger and bigger and bigger and it becomes also becomes a habit and like yeah. the rest of it. Yeah. yeah. Oh, this was so good. I'm yeah. so excited to create. I hadn't actually created 2020 as ease and freedom. Neither have I. So I declared it. I love it. No, it was like, well, while you said that, I was like, okay, I've been trying to think of my, like, kind of like the umbrella that I'm going to be under for 2020, and I hadn't. And then I was like, just right now while we're talking, I was like, being fiercely generous. Oh, I love that. Yeah. You always come up with the best possibilities. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Seriously generous. <laughs> yeah. Um, amazing. Anything else you wanted to uh, add or say before we wrap up the podcast? Um, you know what? I'll say, I feel like I'm going to start crying when I'm saying this uh-uh. again, but I'm just, honestly, I'm so very, like, very, very proud of you and still so honored at the time of your life that I got to really, like, be close to you and also you allowing me at one of, like I said, the most raw times in my life to actually really take on and be myself in a way that I never had experienced before. And you know what I mean? Like, well, yeah. well you were going through a lot of your own stuff and you don't let everybody in. <laughs> yeah. You know? And I really just, yeah. I so honor you and appreciate having had and still having, you know, that relationship. I feel like that never goes away, you know? Yeah, yeah, and it's, um, see, you don't have no current. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, because I was reflecting, and the first, the first half of 2019, like, ripped me open. Yeah, yeah. Um, and the last half of 2019 made the first half of 2019 make sense. Yeah. Um, and I think... Like, our coaching dynamic, well, by the time I got to you, you know, I was like, I'm done with yeah. everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Get out of my face. Like, oh, this is going to be easy. <laughs> <laughs> um, and so definitely having the coaching dynamic that we had yeah. um, definitely shifted uh, shifted things for me and what I was dealing with at the time also. Yeah. Um, so, uh, yeah, I definitely appreciate I remember thinking, like... Of course I got paired up with her. Of course. <laughs> I saw that coming. And I was frankly just expecting to be like consistently like hit up against the wall. Yeah. It was a complete opposite experience. Um, and uh, yeah. So something I'm very thankful for. Thank you. It really, you know, I and I remember too when I was going to start coaching you. And it was like if that would have been six months before, it would have been a lot of wall. Honestly. Or three months before that. It was like. It was just like, I know it was like no accident at the timing and all of it. And I could see it's like, and I've said this to you before and whatever, this is just (laughs) not really even, but your heart is massive. Your heart is massive. And you are such a special, special, special soul. And to be able to 
have like like share like an intimate space with you you know yeah. even though we don't talk all the time and we don't but it was like to be allowed in as far as you're gonna let me go you know <laughs> at that point including when you didn't expect it or see it coming or have any plans for that to happen you know for that matter no. you know but to be allowed to share that space it was and is like it's such a true honor it really is such like an honor and a privilege and it really like fills my heart and it this is exactly why I do what I do it's like that kind of connection with like real people going through real stuff you know yeah 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 thank you for that well yeah <laughs> <laughs> feeling is very mutual